dropping that knowledge on me. I could not make this up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Mouse. And A. Dizzle. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jesus. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A. Dizzle. Episode 331. We got a lot of topics, fellas, so we'll be real brief. Yeah. How was the week? Man, my week was just kind of regular, getting ready for what is Valentine's week for us at Edible, busy week, so... A lot of that, kids running around, just normal stuff. Um, went to my cousin's birthday party over the weekend, so shout out to my cousin Josh. We had a good time playing games, a little gambling, a little kickback, so always a good time. But other than that, just always regular. Always gambling. Always. <laughs> Got to find a way. What about you, Dizzle? Uh, shit, not shit for real, man. 0-3 in the adult basketball league. Like, <laughs> Hey, we got waxed last week, man. What happened? Man, I, one good thing though, my knee felt good. I don't know if y'all remember last week. I told y'all how I was like rehabbing, and I had to buy like a knee sleeve and everything. So knee felt good, but we got tapped, bro. We was losing by like thirty at one point, and the refs just called the game. Bro. <laughs> like it was like five minutes left. It was like, all right, let's let's pack it up, y'all. Like, what are we doing here? So not not shit, man. Just 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 hooping. <laughs> Hope dreams over there. Uh, I did absolutely nothing but work. That is it. That is all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those it's weeks. It's kind of the month. Yeah, it's kind of the month where you're getting back to it. Absolutely, man. So let's just jump into these topics, man. First, we're going to start with some hip-hop news, man. Yeah. Tribe Called Quest and Missy Elliott both nominated for the Rock and Roll Class Hall of Fame of 2023. Have y'all ever been to the Rock Hall? I have. I have. I um, got to perform there my senior year of high school. Our band performed outside of it uh, for like a tailgate for the Browns, and then we got to do a little tour on the inside. So, spend like a most of the day there. Um, but that was that was my only time I've been. But I want to go back now as an adult. So that was twenty plus years ago. Dizzle? No. Where where is it? <laughs> is it is it local nearby? It's nearby. It's close enough to make it a weekend trip. That's like Tennessee, right? Cleveland. Oh, I thought that was like the football hall of fame was over there. That's, That's Canton. Canton. That's Canton. So we got the Football Hall of Fame in Can and then the Hip Hop the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Did not know uh, that. Old to be young. Oh my goodness. I thought it was in Tennessee. <laughs> no, that is the country. 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 Yeah. Uh, country. Grand Ole and all that jazz. So I've only been once. And I went maybe four or five years ago. Me, my wife, and my mother-in-law, we all went. Had a good time. Uh, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not really all about rock and roll anymore like yeah. i know like maybe like when it was established it was it's really like another just a music hall of fame because you know let's be clear like trial call quest and missy elliott are hip-hop artists and right you know prince is in there michael jackson's in there run dmc a whole bunch of hip-hop artists are in there so i think it's pretty dope to have those people uh nominated Hopefully they get inducted this sure. summer. Missy looking good. I saw her on the net this week. Looked like she lost some weight. Looking Working good. it out. Yeah, looking good. Working it out. Now, big news coming to our city, Dayton, Ohio, because Glorilla, who's nominated for a Grammy, Grammy Awards are tonight. Mm -hmm. She might be back in the city. Uh, 
think a lot is riding on this Grammy Grammy night. Because uh, if I'm Glorilla, like, yo, if I win a Grammy, does the, the bag goes up. Do you, but you gotta honor the bags before the date. Absolutely. Like, do you? Yes. So, so, so if you come, hell yes. If you come up on all this DJ equipment and all this stuff and everything, and you got old dates that's booked for 2023, you call them up and be like, "Hey, yesterday's bags. price <laughs> is not today's price." I mean, I mean that's natural. So, hopefully, she comes. This will be the biggest. I would believe the biggest artist to come to Dayton. Or do, do y'all have any memory of? Anybody uh, bigger? Like she's at her height right now. Uh, Wayne came when uh, Carter Three dropped. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. She didn't know that. Like yeah. um, R.I.P. to Hair Arena. Yeah, that was a <laughs> Hair <good> Arena. <laughs> like, was, that the, was that the one with Wayne Ply, Soldier Boy? Was that that whole I concert? Think so. It was. A, I okay. Had, I had that lanyard forever in my in my old Lincoln. Had that. I just kept it. It was a a, a four concert that came to the Hair Arena, and I remember being backstage. I think a Skano DJ that that was a good night. And how long ago was that? Man, oh, that uh, was early 2000s. Yeah, like, that whenever the Carter Three yeah. came out, <laughs> oh, 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 06, oh, 07, oh, 08, somewhere in yeah. those in those years. Yeah. So as far as Glorilla's concerned, she was supposed to be here back in December. Then stuff happened, mm-hmm. and she missed her flight and everything like that. Yeah. So obviously, from a promoter's standpoint, hey man, you got to make good on this date, and they're trying to make good on this date in April. What's the over or under that she's going to show up? Because Ooh. as a promoter, man, like, I got to be biting my nails. And that's yeah. a game that I would never want to be involved in. So salute to all the promoters out there that try to make dope things happen in the city. Mm-hmm. But, like, yo, that's real. If yeah. she wins tonight, there's no telling. Her shit is going through the roof. Going to go through the roof. She could flake. She could get another date on that, uh, another show for that date and then flake on this one because that bag is so much bigger. So, like... Man, like being a promoter is tough business. So salute to all the promoters out there. Hopefully she shows up and honors the date. Yeah, I was looking at like Rolling Loud, like that's July. I'm trying to find like big festivals to cause conflict because I think that's the only thing that would hopefully cause another issue for the city is if there was a big something going on that weekend. But hopefully that's just a weekend she can just come through. Does that change the game for is this an all-age, all-city invite, or is yeah. this still club vibe? It's I mean, all ages are welcome. So that, that, that changes a lot because that's going to lead to a lot more, age, you know, more wide range of people. So she got to come, or that's really going to even be a huger backlash. So I, with, with it being at the uh, convention center, I don't know of uh, concerts to be taking place there. Usually it's at, you know, what's what's the two? It's like two spots the here arena. around. The arena and then... Uh, Odd bodies. Odd bodies. Yeah, I think the last one I remember being there was back in the day. I DJ for uh, this radio station in town. They had Silento <laughs> come through, whipping and nay nay. Yeah, that was that was a uh, like three hundred kids on the stage getting turned. That was a good a good. But I don't remember very many concerts there. Not not like to where you can recall. It might be once a decade. It feels like there's right. something big like this that happens there. So. Well, the Schuster Center as well, but I don't know if they like do hip hop acts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. mostly plays or comedy shows or R and B acts. Yeah. I know they got Security a show coming gonna be up. Thick on that night, it better be. <laughs> it better be. It better be. Glorilla, you better show up. Yeah. Now, some news came out about Lotto. Dizzle, can you enlighten us? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the internet's people don't got no lives, bro. Because yeah. so much, much money. Too much time on their hands to call her out for allegedly wearing the same pair of drawers twice. (laughs) 
So they saw the little back end picture of her uh, cheetah print draws in two different pictures, tried to call her out. So Lotto, smart business woman that she is, puts these draws on eBay. <laughs> B- let the bidding commence. <laughs> Them bitches ran up to, I think, over 98000 Wow. And uh, she was about to get more off. I think she she even put a video out, showed her panty drawer, and had about five or six pairs of the same draws and was going to just keep selling them, bro. So <laughs> I'm asking y'all. Would y'all let y'all wives yes. sell their draws? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. For what's the amount, though? Like, for $500? Hell yeah. <laughs> Anything, yeah. What the fuck? If some weirdo want to buy her draws, let him. I don't give a fuck. Shit, we, shit, if they spend the 50, we, that's dinner for the fans. So. That's facts. Shit, it's whatever. Would they do it? No. You don't think so? Nah, no. My nah. wife is my definitely wife's way not too like private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she she wouldn't. Dude, my yeah. wife is beyond private. Like, y'all, y'all saw her that one time she came up. On the pod, right? I mean, it was like she wasn't even here, <laughs> right. so she would never do something like that. I would encourage it, right? But she would never Don't do make it. that money, yeah. wives. Facts. Yeah. What about what about your oh, wife? She she all for it. Yeah, for sure. Feet pics, anything. Yeah, let's let's get it going. I'm with it. So, what about our OnlyFans? Like a feet OnlyFans? Yeah, if it's, hey, if it's bringing in income, I ain't tripping. <laughs> I'm not I am tripping. the same way. I'm not tripping. If it's bringing in some money and it's beneficial, we just doing it to be doing it and it's taking up my time and we ain't making no money, then I got an issue with that. But if we bringing in some money, it's taking care of a bill, hey. Straight up. There's a lot of creepy people We need out some here, more man. ring lights. So we can get some more ring lights to get this thing popping off. <laughs> Let's go. Straight up. Absolutely, man. So shout out to all, all the creeps out there. They, uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, I, I know he's kind of jumping around. You yeah. saw that you saw that they selling the sand yeah, that he was that. Uh, did, did his announcement on. Yeah, so apparently there was a lady who uh, was gambling all season on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and she was losing money left and right. So she found where he was in Miami, went down there allegedly, took a mason jar full of sand. Posted it on eBay and it's running mm-hmm. up, running up, running up. People crazy. People will buy any fucking Anything. thing. I, I got a whole bunch of sports cards that I've held on to for so long. I'm just hoping one day I got the one that everybody <laughs> want because I got a, two or three huge boxes full of probably three thousand cards in each box. I'm talking like a huge collection. Crazy man. Other news that came out this week: Will Smith and Martin Lawrence officially announced Bad Boys Four is coming out. So we over the slap. Everybody done with the slap with Will Smith. Everybody's happy. Everybody's felt that he's paid his penance and his mm-hmm. debt to society. We can go ahead and move forward and go watch Bad Boys 4. I think it would be just a hashtag he'll carry forever. I don't think it's ever going to go away. It's going to always be a topic. But sure, he, he can go make some some movies, I guess. He, he's great at that. Yeah. It was overblown to begin with. <laughs> and Bad Boys 3 wasn't that bad. It was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, outside of the bad CGI, whoever his stunt person <laughs> was, and they morphed his face on there, that looked kind of shoddy. Right. If they cleaned that up a little bit for Bad Boys 4, I'm all with it. Speaking of Will Smith, I just started his book. I'm like a chapter into his book, so uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> man, he's went through some shit as a yeah. kid, by the way. Man, yeah. like his pops was on several. Not one, but several. <laughs> yeah, his pops. Yeah. Wild boy. Other news... Going on, man. BMF, BMFs, episode four. Yes. Did you watch? You watched. Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you, hey, we got to clap it up for Dizzle. Yeah. Because normally, it's like, uh, give me another <laughs> right. episode or another week we could talk about it. So, episode four, yeah. they go down to the ATL. Yeah. 
They link up with Monique. They get hustled by Monique with loaded dice and everything like that because they're trying to re-up on the pack. Eventually, they do re-up on the pack because they do get to the spot where they're hustling and making money off the dice game. But the shit that I want to talk about yes. I know. His dad. Yeah. What's my nigga name? Charles. 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 Let's give it up for Charles. <laughs> no, I'm not giving it up for that nigga, man. Why? He, three pump chump. <laughs> my nigga gave it the best three pumps, boy. He was. He gave two of them the best three pumps. <laughs> nigga. Facts. It's so much to unpack with Charles, man, because obviously, you know, earlier in the season, you know, he was trying to get some. Some some cheeks from his wife. Yeah. She hit him with the not really, hit him with the cold shoulder. He over there looking to this uh the skin mags and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Some eye contact going down with the lady at church. They're getting a good little guitar riff going. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it was looking like, man, is Charles really about to step out on his old lady? Don't do that, man. Don't do that. So, so I'm confused. Um the lady that he was guitar riffing at church is different. Different from lady. the lady he's been like fixing shit around her house correct okay the lady at the church she went to the church retreat with the wife and the daughter in chicago and then the mom confronted her about it and she was like no i ain't doing that i ain't sleeping around with your man blah 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 but the broad down the road yeah that's that he's fixing that's her good. ceiling fan every and, week cabinets and <laughs> every week like, though every week keep coming through what else you need fit and he keep going down there, and then she invited him to the hold down. Yeah. And he went and hold down. But the, but the friend, who was the friend that got the little side action jump off on? <laughs> he was about to run a train on yeah. that nigga. He was about to, that's why he was so three pumps. He, yeah. he, was, he was out there spinning, like, oh, I'm used to this. So That's just funny, bro. So obviously, Charles gives in. Yeah. He gives her what she wants. She wanted more than three pumps, bro. <laughs> he gave her three pumps and was done. <laughs> With the mellow. Three to the dome, and like, all right. And then got oh, out of there. Good. Goes home, washing his dick in the sink. <laughs> and then was thinking about it. <laughs> he was having flashbacks, bro. I'm like, damn, was it was it that the same day that uh, the wife came back? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought he was gonna go back. Like he was thinking about it. I was like, damn, that's all I gave her. I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta redeem myself. <laughs> My thought was he was concerned if it was gonna work again. He was like, oh shit, I gotta do this again. Right. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what I thought he was tripping on. Wife came home ready. Came home. She was ready, as you yeah. said. Go <laughs> take. At least he took a shower. And then did he? Yeah. Oh, I missed that scene. I hope, I hope he took a shower. I hope he ain't just dirty dick a right. rando. And then he was washing his, his hands in the sink. That was it. Oh gosh, Charles! <laughs> and then he go bangs his wife and gives her three pumps as well. Man. I'm like, bro, you are foul. And for he that. rolled over like he was spent. <laughs> <laughs> like he had a long day. Yeah, man. Goodness Terrible. gracious! Terrible. I mean. No idea what's going to happen with this series because Charles is the star of this show. Yeah. Like, season one, it was Meech, but Charles is the true star of this show. There's memes about this man. I mean, Lamar, he's a great character, but Charles, you the man. Yeah. You the man of the show. Definitely. We got to talk about Lamar paying that visit, though. Go ahead. Lamar pulled up on Terry and Meech's mom. Looking for them, letting them know. He's showing everybody a shit bag. Every episode is getting on my nerves. Yeah. But letting them know how hard it's been. And uh, That shit do look like chocolate pudding. Yeah, he out here. He out <laughs> Very here with, runny. Yeah. Mm. 
That that oh, never mind. I was about to talk about the the end of the episode when he when he poured it on the dude. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> um, but uh, he paid the visit. I thought it was about to go down, and uh, we we, we got to figure out this Lamar character because he's he he won't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. He won't go nowhere. Is he still alive today? Do we know? Is he in real life? That person that Lamar is based on is still alive. I just saw he did an interview with Vlad. Okay. So he is still alive. So he's going to be life. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's why I knew when he uh, got shot in season one, I was like, if they stick into the real story, he ain't dead. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Shout outs to the power of prayer. Did you see episode three Absolutely. with the side boob? Did we did we all win? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we all win? Silhouette. Is, is that all we gonna get? Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it, man. That's it. That that boy too old, man. Damn. That boy too old. He can't handle that type of shit going to school. I <laughs> saw your mama titties. Yeah. Like, that's true. That's true. Can't handle that, man. That's a lot. Other news, sports news related. J V basketball women's coach plays in a game. <laughs> Dizzle, you brought this to my attention. I saw it floating on the internet after you showed me. Uh, yeah. What the what the fuck? This ain't the first time uh, I've seen stories over the past couple of years of just random adults signing up for, I don't know if they're going to actual class, but they're definitely playing in the high school sports. Um, so this lady plays, she's not even varsity. She, she's, <laughs> she's playing on the JV team. And I think she's, what, 23 years old? Yeah. Um, I don't know if she was getting buckets. They didn't drop her stat line, but she got caught. I saw the highlights. She I saw was, the and one she got. Yeah, she was looking. She looked like an adult. Like for real, was just the motions. She was she was talking shit. The euro step hit her with a mean euro step. Um, but if y'all were to suit up, what's y'all stat line for JV? This ain't varsity. This is JV in a JV high school game right now. Yeah, what's y'all stat line? I'm getting. Oh damn! You said right now, right now, right now, <laughs> damn. right now. Probably about six, six mm, to nah. seven. I'm giving myself like twelve, but I'm giving myself nine from the free throw line because I'm going to the hole every time, <laughs> and they're gonna have to foul me. So yeah. What about you? You actually hoop still? Shit, it's not looking good. Uh, <laughs> I probably I give myself ten. I give myself some assist though. I'm Double out there. Digit score. I'm out there dropping dimes. Shoot the shot. Yeah, I'm. I'm out there dropping dimes. No, nah, I'm taking over. I'm out there trying to be Will. I'm trying to get a hundred. <laughs> I'm taking over every play. I'm give me the ball. Yeah, we shit. said JV, not freshman nigga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But JV, they gonna be like a buck five. You know what I'm saying? I'm bodying every one of them. Man, you might need to go stop by a Wayne or a Centerville game, or uh, <laughs> one of these other. These little niggas can hoop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, little niggas they got, you on skates. They, bro. Got, they got the energy, but nah, man, I, I, I went and watched. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with, with most of the high school basketball these days. I'm not. <laughs> That's what's up, man. <laughs> Beyonce tickets are officially on sale. Yeah, man. Well, they're, are they on sale? Well, supposedly, are they about to go on they're sale? about to go on sale. People okay. can pre-register to pre-order is, what, is what's happening. Jesus. And Lil Wayne's going on tour. I saw but, those tickets have sold out already. Yeah. So Ticketmaster's about to be under investigation again. Yeah, the but, the Senate said they watching Beyonce. This they watching because after the Taylor Swift thing, they they watching. I heard some of the overseas dates might be on sale uh, for the Beyonce ones, but mm-hmm. prices is looking high, high, high. Nine hundred, eight hundred, a k. We we talking just for the nosebleeds, man. How much is too much? Mm. For Beyonce, mm-hmm. nosebleed. <laughs> 
two fifty for the nosebleeds the most. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And uh, my wife one. is trying to go. We trying to go to uh, New Orleans to the go. N-O. To- mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be a mean ticket right there, my mm-hmm. friend. That's gonna be a mean ticket. Uh, I'm spoiled, as you all know. Um, I can't tell you the last time I paid for a concert. So, <laughs> shots to the plug. Anything is too much. <laughs> yeah, right? Anything's too much. Yeah. I'm not paying. I'm sorry. I just can't. Like I've I've been spoiled by working at the radio station way too long. So I'm if I can't get free tickets, I won't go. Yeah. I mean, that's not just a concert. That's a comedy show. That's basically just about anything, especially in the state. Like mm-hmm. anything, like in driving distance. So like anything in the state, Indianapolis, parts of Kentucky. Parts of Michigan, I'm not paying. For for Christmas, we chipped in and got one of our owners. He's a he's a big Kim fan, and they have a concert coming up this year. Yeah, we all chipped in and bought tickets for him and his wife for Christmas. I swear Who's I Kim? Him. You talking about K E M? Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, little Kim. You say he's a big Kim fan. I'm like, who the fuck is Big Kim? <laughs> okay. We all, we all pitched you. in on these tickets, and I swear I wanted to hit the plug up and just be like, hey. Think he might have some, but I I had to like chip in and felt very awkward about paying for a ticket because <laughs> the plug been looking out for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hey man, being spoiled is a way of life, man. Yeah, it man. is what it is, dog. It is what it is. All right, man. The moment everybody been waiting for. Sports talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we want to start with this. Mm. Matter of fact, I do know where I want to <laughs> start with this. Let's start with last Sunday. Okay. Let's get the easy thing out the way. Philadelphia, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Brock Purdy gets hurt, ball game over. Yeah, facts. Was it really going to be a game if he didn't get hurt? Yes. I, okay. I, I think it would have been a, a yes, it would have been a, they had a chance to win with Brock. Yes. I, I missed that game, so I didn't I didn't get to see any of it. We was getting blown out at that time. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what a shitty way. Because I always say this. As a sports fan, we just want the end of the season to be the best game because, obviously, after next Sunday, we won't get any NFL football until September. Right. So we want it to be the best. We want it to be the most entertaining game, something, a memory to latch on to. That game was over as soon as he got hurt. I know they tied the score up at seven. Dude, you got Josh Johnson, the fourth-string quarterback, coming off the bench. It's a wrap. Did he, did get, he get a concussion. Say, did he get hurt, too? Did he get a concussion? So once he's out, it's really over. So it just sucked. Yeah, they had use check as the backup after that. Goodness gracious. I saw Christian McCaffrey threw a pass. Really? I didn't see. I didn't even know none of that. So the fourth string got a concussion at at what point? Like halftime? Third quarter? Like third quarter-ish. Middle third, yeah. Damn. And then who was the quarterback? Then they brought the starter that had, who's going to have to have Tommy John surgery. So he got a bad elbow injury. So he couldn't throw. So Damn. it was just hand it off, hand it off. Nah, See, that's it bad. Was it was ugly a championship game for them. Yeah. So the game that Killer's about to talk about <sighs> is the Cincinnati Bengals ultimately lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Killer, the yeah. floor is yours. That damn twenty three to twenty score just won't go nowhere. It won't it won't go nowhere. I I will say, um, early on it looked like we was uh struggling with the O line. They was getting a they blitzes off. They was getting their sacks. Had Joe Burrow uncomfortable for sure. But we made the adjustments. Started making the comeback. Tied the game up twice. Um, the the play I'm going to talk about is the whole do-over play. 
<laughs> that one really uh, rubbed me the wrong way. That was a big third down play that they allowed a judge from left field to come running in and, and uh, say that there was a reason to stop this play and gave them a whole do-over. Mm-hmm. Gave them the first down. We had a third down with Chase that was called back. Just some big plays. Officiating definitely got in the way. Um, but you can't blame one play. You can't blame, uh, you know, one incident. Um, but the end of the game, our linebacker feeling the need to go tackle Mahomes full step and a half out of bounds. I'll never understand it. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, in those situations, I get it. You're going full go, big play, trying to make a play, trying to keep him in bounds, whatever that may be. But you have to realize where you are on the field and what's going on. That would have been a 60-plus yard field goal, and instead it became a 45, 46, 47 makeable game winner. So sucks to lose that way. Very difficult. Uh, I had to Kev Nash the TV for a couple of days. No sports. <laughs> Turned off all alerts on my phone when it came to that. So had a few days to mourn. Um, shots to my boy Shot Smoke gave me a call. FaceTime me. I answer it. He's not in the picture. He leans in like, you ready to talk about it yet? <laughs> I was like, not really. But, uh, yeah, it, it was tough. Tough way to go. I, 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 I hate seeing the refs get in the way. It's like they really wanted this to be this, and this. it felt like they made some huge uh, differences in the game. Let's talk conspiracy theories here. <laughs> so check this one out. This is the best one I saw. The Super Bowl is being played in Glendale, Arizona. They play at State Farm Stadium. Mm-hmm. Who is the face of State Farm in the NFL? Aaron Rodgers? One Patrick Mahomes. The second. Oh, is it? Hey, I'm I'm rooting for Pat, so whatever. That Joe Burrow. <laughs> His pops is a wild boy, by hey, the way. That, that Burrow head shit gave them the extra fuel they needed. That's, that sucks for us. Because that the media ran with that all week. And uh I told y'all the nigga was every, Every, a little juiced up, man. post-game <laughs> celebration from a Chiefs player that I saw about Wednesday, Thursday. I went back and watched a couple. I'm a huge fan of Travis Kelsey and uh, his Jason Kelsey's podcast, The Heights. Mm-hmm. So 216. I, I had to like take my time and watch that because I didn't want to hear too much about the, the game. I just wanted to listen to the pod. But uh, they had a lot of Burrowhead shit to say after the game, and rightfully so. Mm. But we still like 3-1, 4-1 there, so <laughs> still Burrowhead. <laughs> Dizzle. So you got what you wanted. Yes. Two brothers facing off to the Straight Super up. Bowl. Yes. The uh, first time in history, right? Yes, this sir. is this is this is new. Um uh, so yeah, man, super excited. Uh two black QB, two black starting QBs facing off. Uh Rihanna at halftime. I couldn't ask for much. <laughs> couldn't ask for nothing else, man. It's perfect. So who are you rooting for? Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he has an opportunity for his legacy to be up there with the greats, man. He's already been showing out uh, two Super Bowls this early in his career. Is is uh, uh, He's headed on the right track. Who are you rooting for? I've never believed in Philly. I don't want to root for the Chiefs, but I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs. I've, I've never believed that they... They had a good record in a decent year, but I just don't believe in their whole, in their whole process. Why not? I, I just... The offense seems a little limited, seems a little one dimensional. If, if if the if the hurt shit ain't working, he ain't he throws the ball good every couple of games, but he has some bad ones too. So I just if it came down to offense versus offense, I think I think Mahomes is a better quarterback, so that's why I would pick the Chiefs. 
I'm rolling with Philly. Mm. I'm rolling with the Philadelphia. Philly, Philly. I'm rolling with Kevin Hart, huh? I'm rolling with Philly. I think Philly's the more physical team. I think Philly has a better defense, and I love the running game from Philly. I think Philly wins it in a close one. Mahomes is going to be Mahomes, but I think that Philly overall, they have more talent than the Kansas City Chiefs. I got Philly. I got Philly. Chiefs a little banged up. They're a little banged up. They got a few players that are like mid for them that are hurt. So the stars are going to have to step up. We're going to need a big one from Juju and all those guys that really haven't had big ones. But I think it's the the, the recipe is there for them to have it. Well, y'all know that shit is already decided. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the with the NFL script. I mean, that's already written in stone, man. Yeah, they oh, already, man. They already picked it out. Yeah. yeah they, they said uh, Philly uh, 37 to 34. Wow. Mm. The script has go, leaked. Let me go and get my bet in. <laughs> right, let me go ahead and get that over. Before we talk about the bets, man, uh, Rihanna, halftime. Who's she bringing out? She ain't just performing by herself. You know she's going to have to bring somebody out, right? She bringing out the boss, Jay. I think Jay making an appearance. The do umbrella? That'd be, that'd be dope. I think she's going to bring out a, a Afro Beats artist. Mm-hmm. She's going to she gonna get the culture out there shaking and and dancing, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be jumping. Is she gonna do that uh, Black Panther song? Absolutely. You think so? Her and Tim's gonna do it together. Mm. Okay. Tim's gonna help her with the vocals. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shots. <laughs> Come on, Tim has a better Ooh. voice. True. True. She has a better voice. The, the main question is: Is she bringing her baby daddy out? No. Nah. He gonna be holding the kid on the side with the with the headphones. <laughs> the big old headphones on. He hits the stage. You think so? He's on that stage. Mm. He's been talking to her about it nonstop, and she's finally giving in. He wants parts. I need parts. <laughs> I need parts. If your own girl can't get you on, well, you might as well give it up. So he, he might as well shoot the shot. She's called Jay-Z's and told him, he won't stop asking me. Can we just, mm-hmm. just, just, just 30 seconds? I also heard Babyface is singing like America the Beautiful or something in the beginning. So that should be dope, too. Dope. Dope, 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 dope. So, can we talk NBA? Can we talk? Let's say the best NBA story for last. All right. Let's say the best NBA story for last. Dizzle, you brought some news to our attention about, what, the dunk contest? Uh, Yeah, man. Not really looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it, of course, but um, not who I would like to see. Uh, we got Shaden Sharp. Oh, who, from Portland. From Portland. Yeah. Crazy dunker. He mm-hmm. might be my favorite out right now. Then we got Trey Murphy. I don't even remember seeing him dunk. That was the first time I seen him play an NBA game was last night. Yeah, like he's <laughs> de- he's a decent player, but I don't know him for, as a dunker. Then yeah. we got Kenyon Martin Jr. He got Pops. bunnies. Yeah. And then we got Mac McClung. Yes, sir. I think he get juice because he a white boy that can dunk. I he think get, He get juice because he's your height. Yeah. 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 He got crazy bounce. Dunk crazy. contest bounce, though? Yes. We gonna see. There's 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 other dunkers in the G League that that are more athletic, crazier dunks, highlight reels than Mac McClung. But we are gonna see. I wanted a, I want a entertaining dunk contest. Yeah. Guess what? Not getting it. <laughs> Not getting it. Another dud. Uh, it's gonna be mid. It's gonna it's gonna be some cool dunks. But look, man, I. I can't stand this, but this is the reality. People would rather watch 
superstars do regular dunks than no names, and no offense to these dudes, yeah. do crazy dunks. Facts. For any of these dudes to win the dunk contest and us to be wild, they're going to do something we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. We've seen a short person win a dunk contest. We've seen a white dude win a dunk contest. We've seen a dude jump from a free throw line and do a 360 and still not be impressed because they're a no-name. But then you throw a name on that. Right. Oh, my God, it's the best dunk of all time. All-Star Weekend is about the all-stars. The stars need to be participating in here. Ja, Zion, yeah. those at, at are the dudes some, that we want to see. Somebody getting 25 minutes a game. <laughs> <laughs> we need at least that. Those are the dudes we want to see in there. And the fact that dudes are on load management and they still can't participate in the dunk contest, two thumbs down. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to just be we would have to see something that we've never seen before on multiple rounds for it to even get talked about as a good dunk contest. Otherwise, this is going to always be where the stars at. They didn't show up, and this was just uh. Because the last good one, I think we can all agree, was Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. How yeah. long ago was that? Man, I think we running on like year seven. I was about to say, that was probably like 16. That was somewhere in that time Ooh. frame. Yeah. And I mean, like, those guys weren't like superstars. Those dudes were starters in the NBA. These dudes on here, Kenya Martin Jr., I think he's the only starter. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do, like you said, like getting 25 minutes a game mm-hmm. on this list. Like, people just don't know these names. And the other thing about the dunk contest that's bad is when you have, like, the former stars of the league on uh, front stage and they sitting there uninterested, bored. That's because they be, they be bricking, man. <laughs> like, they, it, it take them 10 attempts. I, did y'all watch it last year? Unfortunately. Like, what's his name? Cole Anthony put on the Thames. Mm-hmm. And we was like, okay, this shit about to be kind of cool. New York vibes. Mm-hmm. And the nigga bricked every every <laughs> single dunk attempt, man. And then what's his name? Jalen Green. I don't know how many times that nigga bricked, bro. Yeah. Like it shit was it was bad. It was embarrassing, honestly. Facts. Man, more NBA news or more NBA topics rather. Steven Jackson gives his top five players in the league right now. Katie, Giannis, Luca, <coughs> Joel and B, Tatum. Where are you at with his list? It's solid. I switch out one though. I'll uh, take out KD, put in Jokic. Everything else is solid. I mean, he is a back to back MVP. Yeah. I want to put Ja in there so bad, but just not yet. Mm-hmm. Ja, ja had a statement and they ain't one since. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm with you on that, Dizzle. I'll take out KD and put in Jokic. Yeah, Jokic has to be on there. Yeah, facts. He has to be. Facts. He has to be. So I'm with y'all 100%. Other news out the NBA, Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man. He said he eats 21 bags of hot fries a week. Mm. True or false? He lying or what? Nah, because my daughter probably at 15. Ooh. Nah. Well, the, the small bag. <laughs> the little personal. She takes those to school almost every day. She likes to try to get the big bag off once a week for the house. So she puts down the hot fries. I don't know why. I, I feel like her stomach is through already. But she loves spicy food. So I believe that NBA player with NBA check, oh, he getting he getting all the hot fries he want. That's crazy. So I believe that. It's hot fun. going in, it's hot coming out. That, that's, <laughs> that's my assumption as well. God. Terrible. 
That's disgusting. Terrible. That's I'm disgusting. talking Takis, hot fries, you name it. All the hot shit. My daughter <laughs> loves it. So we got golf beef. Yeah, and man. Killer, this is your lane and your lane only. <laughs> Tell us about this golf beef. Okay. So Patrick Reed and Roy McIlroy were seen having a little golf beef. This boils down to the live golf situation where Patrick Reed, amongst DJ Johnson, other big names, have uh, made the transition from the PGA to live. Live was suing the PGA for with the way they're not trying to allow these players to play in tournaments that would still be sponsored, sponsor related, and they're trying to say no because you're not part of the PGA, you can't play. So live sued the PGA. PJ then turned around and sued Liv. <laughs> and then, on top of all that, Patrick Reed ended up suing the PGA and other media outlets, the Golf Channel, stuff like that, for defamation of character and other things. And one of the 11 players that he named to be subpoenaed was Roy McIlroy. Mm-hmm. So the issue came down between them is on Christmas Eve, this past Christmas, Roy McIlroy, trying to have Christmas with his family, Gets subpoenaed. You've been served. Correct. Mm. On Christmas Eve by Patrick Reed. Nigga, so, it's on site. Yeah, so the next time they see each other was, was this tournament that we all saw. If y'all saw the highlight, Patrick Reed's trying to walk over, speak to his team and Roy. And when he speaks to Roy, Roy's down, like squatted down like a catcher doing something and ignores him. So then Patrick Reed was like, oh, okay, you being okay. So on his walk back, he grabs a tee out of his pocket, throws it back at him and flings the tee at him. And that's the little conflict they see. And then that particular tournament, um, there was one shot away. If Roy missed a birdie putt to win, it would have been Patrick Reed and Roy in a playoff. Mm. So that would have been a highlight of highlights if that would have happened. But that's kind of what all that's about is uh, the the suing between Liv and the PGA. And then Patrick Reed had to subpoena some players to be uh, come, come to the stand. And Roy got served on Christmas Eve. He's not happy about that. With the fam. Yeah. Has there been a golf mayhem like melee niggas throwing fists i'm sure there has been i'm sure there's been some locker room shit but nothing like with this with this it's it's a lot of uh a lot of switching sides and and teams being you know pga kind of rocking with them lives kind of rocking with them and then mm. players are slowly coming over to that live side more and more so it's just becoming where we got beef between two leagues now which never golf never had that i'm trying to see them scrapping like they be doing at nascar Right. Speaking of scrapping, shit, niggas been scrapping in the association. Facts. Dylan Brooks taking swipes at niggas nuts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Austin. Austin Rivers talking about Orlando, my city. I was like, okay, right. I guess you and the mouse. Right. Uh, (laughs) Where y'all at with these NBA fights? I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it because I know the. Uh, who was that? Donovan Mitchell and uh, Dylan Brooks one. Yeah, you could you could see the pre planning of that from Dylan Brooks on the fall down. He falling mm-hmm. down. Where's Where's Mitchell at? Let me size this up. Bink. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mitchell throws the ball on the fall down. Like I'm done with you. You know. And they've been having a little spat over multiple games years before. Anyway, they kind of just had that little rivalry going anyway. So that one was a little petty for sure. But the the uh, Mo Bamba. Austin Rivers, it looked like some play prior to something was said mm-hmm. on a brick from Austin Rivers. <laughs> and uh, Markel Fultz is on the sideline with the, Dan. you said that? So it looked like it was something for him to make a face like that. And then yeah. next play down, 
That must something must have been said. A weak ass punch was thrown by Mo, <laughs> by Mo, and then the, the tussle ensued. So, so zoom in on the picture because I think that nigga got his thumbs tucked. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> nigga! Oh, no. If you out here. <laughs> Thumbs tucked. You've never been in a fight. Never. Ever. Ever, ever. That's funny. I'm going to have to look now. That's funny. Man, that's top priority when this pod's over. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, people out there are going to take this the wrong way, and I'm sorry if you do. Shit like this is needed in the association. Yeah. And i tell you exactly why. All the people that love the 90s and 80s basketball, not trying to get into that debate or argument, but they liked it because there was a sense of physicality. They liked it because, like, they had role players and some goons out there. Like, hey, man, your role is to be a menace. Mm-hmm. Your role is to go out there and foul the shit out of Michael Jordan every single time he come in the lane. Right. Hey, your role is, hey, man, this is what you are. You are a goon. That's, that's your role. So those type of dudes are coveted in the NBA. Now you got your Dylan Brooks, a young goon out here. You got Grayson Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got who else? You got uh, the legendary Patrick Beverly. <laughs> I mean, those dudes not only are needed in the NBA, I celebrate those dudes because shout nah. out to my brother, Boo, that man, Ranch. He knows I was one of those guys when we played basketball. I'm like, look, <laughs> man, I know my limitations. I can hit a couple shots here and there, mm-hmm. but hey, I'm going to play defense and I'm going to foul the shit out of you. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a fuck. Man, <laughs> the Grizzlies are emerging as one of my hated teams. They are Uh-oh. They about to make the list. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why? 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 What's they just, up? They just talk a little too much, you know, and it's entertaining, but they ain't did shit yet. And I don't like the way uh, Dylan Brooks dress. <laughs> you saw that nigga was dressed like the Undertaker. <laughs> that nigga was dressed like a farmer, my G. <laughs> Oh man, his beater, his beater tucked in, uh, tucked in black beater. I've never seen that. That shit snap at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That's a onesie. The nigga had a onesie on. Oh my goodness. All right, fellas. So on Wednesday, we got the chance to chop it up with Jay Will from ESPN Radio. We got a chance to hang out with him. That was the big day that Tom Brady decided he was going to retire from the NFL again. Great day to get him, right? Yeah, yeah. Great day to get him. But then Kyrie Irving happened. So when y'all listening to this interview, don't be asking us no questions about why ain't y'all asking about LeBron James being Mm -hmm. like 40 points away from breaking Kareem's record or the Kyrie Irving trade. We talked to him prior to. Yeah, yeah. It ain't our fault. Don't shoot the messenger. But we giving y'all great content. Factual. Shout outs to Jay Will, man. Job, boys. Uh, it's been a crazy morning once the Tom Brady news broke. I mean, I, I was. Uh, this is a joke. I'm just prefacing it this way. I'm like, man, two years in a row, Tom Brady has hijacked Black History Month. I mean, I, <laughs> it's like, what is going on, Tom? Two years in a row on the same day, February 1st. But right, and Black Panthers dropping on Disney and, Plus today. Exactly. Uh, this guy is genius. Um, <laughs> but it's like watching the video. I'm just like, this, this to me feels real and i'll be real with you guys the first question i ask myself and sometimes i ask myself questions that naturally comes out on tv is i wonder if tom like if there's any part of tom that's thinking about you know was this a year too late mm-hmm. you know should i have done this last year when obviously i led the league in passing yards or the year before but you think about everything that tom brady went through this year you're, you're still holding on to play a sport that you love and i know you have to do it on your own time but like the sacrifices that came with going through a divorce and going through a lot of the challenging aspects of his life, 
big part of me wonders what if he had done this last year, would he had a chance to kind of do things differently or would things have it panned out differently for him personally? Um, and, and that's kind of what we do sometimes as athletes, you know, you, you, you hold on or you're holding on too long or do you hold on too short? And I think that's a, a predicament that all of us have when it comes to retirement. Yeah. For me on a personal level, when I saw that he announced he was retirement, all I could think was operation, get my girl back. Like that's what it went through my mind. Yeah. Like you got to get your wife back, man. Exactly. You gave up so much for the game of football. It's time to go get your family back. Well, that's the thing too. Like when everybody's like, well, you know, if, if we if he didn't retire, the talk was becoming that does he go out with Kyle Shanahan? Does he become a San Francisco 49er? Does he become somewhat closer to San Mateo where he's from with his mom and dad? And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, no, like just focus on your kids, man. Like, you know, I don't know if that's with the Dolphins or with the Jets or whatever that is, but stay try to stay as close to home as possible. And now you're now you're seeing him saying, no, I'm shifting all my attention towards what matters the most. You know, people always say, oh, your football legacy. And I'm like, no, focus on your family legacy. Yeah, yo, Jay Will, is, is Sean Payton really worth the draft picks and the contract that he's getting, though? Yes. I say yes. We have Bill Parcells on the show today. And, you know, obviously Sean Payton comes from that Bill Parcells tree. And I asked him directly, guys, how, you know, Bill, not Sean Payton, because you can't speak for Sean, you directly, how, do, how would you come into the Denver Broncos situation with Russell Wilson and coach that? And he said, Jay, we are all the same. Nobody is above the law, mm-hmm. and we are all pulling in the same direction. If you're not pulling in the same direction, you're not pulling at all. You're not on our team. You know, so a lot of the conversation has been around the personality between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and, you know, how does the locker room feel about Russell Wilson? And when you hear Bill Parcells talk about we're all moving in the same direction, a lot of things are going to change in order to get it back to football and the principles. Now, schematically, yes, things are going to change. It can be very different than Nathaniel Hackett. But I think everybody's seeing that they're treated the same. And as this is not Russell Wilson calling plays or us skewing towards what Russell Wilson wants to do. The pecking order has now changed. It is not Russell Wilson, then Nathaniel Hackett. It is Sean Payton mm-hmm. and then the rest of the team. And that is a different kind of energy in that locker room and in that stadium. And I think that's the kind of leadership that Russ needs in order to get Russ to playing back at a high level as well. All right, my big thing on the pod is pro-black, black everything. Now, we got three black head coaches in a row for the Houston Texans, man. So that's a win in my book. What's your thoughts? So a couple things here. Number one, three black head coaches in a row. Like, I have to applaud that because we always talk about the lack thereof minority head coaches in the NFL. Only four black head coaches with D'Amico Ryan now in the NFL. So I give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um now, there has been a lot of questionable shadiness. Obviously, you made mention of Dave Cawley and Lovey Smith, right? Yep. Going into it, it feels like they were set up for failure. The number six is a big number for me. Because to me, that number indicates, in conjunction with the history of D'Amico Ryan, being a Houston Texan himself, that franchises aren't turned around in one year. Right. They, they could be, to a degree. But I was just talking to Teddy Bruschi about this. We were talking about the camaraderie and chemistry that it took them to build on NFL Countdown. I was talking to Keyshawn about this. It took Keyshawn and I two years to get on the same page to a degree about which direction we were pulling because you're dealing with politics, you're dealing with personalities, some people in, some people out. So you need that time and that credibility to say, I'm going to be here for a while regardless. 
because that gives you clout in the locker room, guys. Because now I can look at certain players and say, hey, look, because you got a long-term deal, I'm going to be here longer than you. It gives me the authority to actually coach you because I know that I have job security. So I, I think the combination of the history that D'Amico has had with the franchise as a player and the number six with six years really helps him have that authority to say, this is, these are the people I need here for Nick Casario to actually build it the right way. And I actually think that Nick Casario, I think that they actually have the right pieces and they're laying the right foundation to build. Now we have to get into the draft and personnel decisions. Like that's going to be another thing we'll keep a watchful eye on. But I do like the move of D'Amico Ryan and the defensive mentality that it brings over. All right. So, so Jay Will, I'm a huge, huge Cincinnati Bengals fan. And my emotions is running hard on this, but I, I feel like we got hosed on multiple calls in that game. Do you feel like officiating is like a problem across the board in the league? You know, as an athlete, I'm never going to blame the refs for anything. There were a lot of missed calls in that game. I will state that. Um, but then I would pose this back to our Cincinnati Bengal fans. And, like, I'm a fan of Joe Burrow. One of my best friends is a guy named Jordan Cornette who's from Cincinnati. Diehard. We watch all the games. Number one, like, you know, coming off what happened last year, when you're going into training camp and you're kind of figuring it out and not going as hard and you have O-line issues and it's taking chemistry time for them to get together and you, you, you drop, you know, to the, a game to the Dallas Cowboys, right, without Dak Prescott playing, like you look back on a lot of stuff and home field advantage is so important, guys. Mm-hmm. It's so important. So it, it makes you look at how you approach the regular season to put yourself in that position because it's the same thing I said about LeBron James not getting the foul call in Boston. I'm like, I hear you. It was blatant. They missed the call. But you're playing in Boston. You're, you're playing in Kansas City, Cincy. So I'm not going to sit up there as a, as a former player and a former player with the Bengals and say, well, yeah, we got jipped by the refs. Because to me, that sounds like excuses, even though that may be the case. Because I have to look at myself and say, you know what? We need to be better throughout the course of the regular season. So we have home field advantage. So we're not even putting ourselves in that position anyway to get those calls. And this is a game of inches, man. So, yes, the refs did affect the game, but as a player, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. No way in hell. Jay Will from ESPN, we appreciate you stopping by, man. All right, guys. Thanks, man. All right. It is time. Yeah. It is time to talk about the biggest story in sports right now. And, yes, this story is bigger than the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is not happening until a week from today. The bombshell that was dropped by – Mr. Kyrie Irving. Mm. Dizzle, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, man, that's my guy, man. Uh, a couple of days ago, was mm, what, a, a week before three, day. the, three, three days, days ago, ago, a week yep. before the deadline, trade deadline, he comes out, requests a trade, man. Told, uh, Friday, Friday, yeah, yeah, Friday. Yeah. Deadline is right around the corner. And deadline he's, is Thursday. And he's shaking shit up, man, rightfully so. They, Brooklyn did him wrong, you know. We ain't forgot. Right. He's been balling. His trade value is up. Ship the nigga off. Simple. He, he wants the guarantee bag. They ain't trying to give it to him. Okay. Let me ask you, Killer. <laughs> I'll ask Killer first. You own an NBA franchise. Would you give Kyrie Irving the contract that he desires? How old is Kyrie? Kyrie Irving, I want to say, is 32 years old. Let me double check. Let me fact check that, though. He still got a few uh, years like, of I'll prime. I'll give him one more big contract. Yes. Yeah. Because he's still worth that. 
Kyrie Irving. Probably 32. I would say 32. It's 30. Okay, so yeah. Definitely. Even better. Definitely. Young Dizzle out there. Kyrie will be 31 on March 23rd. So you give him a four, five, six year, that's it. That's that's the last one. So yeah, he deserves that. Ask me that same question. You ain't you don't fuck with Kyrie. No, it's not it's <laughs> not just that. It's not just that. I mean, he's not reliable. He's just not reliable. I mean, to to you have to work. Playing basketball is his job and he doesn't do it. When he does when he does show up for work, he works very well. But He's not there. I and, think, and these aren't even the load management things. Right. This is just like shit. that the load management, like that's out the window. We just gonna all have to accept that. Like, yeah. all right, load management. But, you know, just don't play. But he's showing yeah. that he's willing to play and can play because he had to play all this time with KD out. So he's showing he's up for it. I mean he, So a month of good <laughs> behavior gets you a fucking twenty three million dollar contract. When you still Kyrie? Come yeah. on, man. This ain't for everybody. Come yeah, on, this, man. This is this is a Kyrie special. Come, you damn right special. And somebody gonna pay that bag. I think there's only one team that's gonna be willing to pay that bag. Not LA. It is LA. It is the only desperate team out uh-huh. there. They're, they're the most desperate. They're the only. They're one? the most desperate. Like who else? Dude, I'm not paying this dude that type of money. That nigga it will just decide one day. You know what? I, I guarantee like, money. I'm out of here. Yeah. I, I feel like throwing a birthday party for my sister. But, but Kyrie, your sister's birthday is in August. Ah, let's throw one in March. Like, he that's the type of dude he is, man. But he's he is still, off the hook. He's still dropping 30 a game. He's still man, playing. 30 a game is like 15 a game now. Everybody's dropping 30. Uh, Them niggas is scoring 135 points a game. Like, what was the Rockets? was like yeah. 150 to 127. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's, that's nothing. He's going to get that back. He's gonna get it. He don't deserve. It. He don't deserve it. <laughs> he don't deserve it. And I'm bring, not trying to sound like a hater. Bring Kyrie to the Lakers. He's gonna end up with the Lakers. Yeah, I hope so. He's I did gonna post end a pick up. to the group. I said I'm calling it. I, I think he goes there as well. I think that's the that's the one place that it all works out for him, and he and he will play because he wants to play. He wants to win. Not saying they'll win, but he'll make the shot with them. He'll he'll play. <laughs> He'll play. Okay, so we all agree that most likely he'll get traded. Yeah. I hope. I'm not convinced though. If he don't, okay, okay, he, go ahead. I mean, it ain't like didn't they all request a trade before and they didn't trade him? But he has the leverage because he's in the last year of his contract. KD has like three or four years left on his contract. Like mm. KD's not gonna sit out three or four years. Kyrie could be like, yeah, well, I'm not going to show if up. If they don't trade him Thursday, he's going to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he has the leverage. Didn't so, he request a trade, though, earlier? This ain't the first time. Yeah, that was earlier in the season, though. Yeah. That was uh, like that was in the offseason. When, when he was still not playing because of COVID rules. And, yeah. And, gotcha, and, and gotcha. Now, now, to y'all point, he's shown the ability to still play good basketball. He was a good guy for about, I don't know, four weeks. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, all right, time to go ahead and. Pack my shit and go. <laughs> I don't like it here in Brooklyn. I want to go. Ain't that what he said? If they, hey, they did, they did him wrong. So I'm, I'm not mad at the request. Um, so I, he, I hope he's he not traded. culpable at all. Hey, you see how they do Russ every year. They Russ is on a trading block every year. So for Kyrie to request a trade, I, I don't feel no ways. <laughs> they be treating the players like, you know what I'm saying, expendable, like shipping them off whenever. If they not if they not living up to their contract or 
or for whatever reason. Russ is playing great, but he's still in a trade conversation. Yeah, because we got an expiring contract. The name of the game. <laughs> name of the game. So we all agree that Lakers are the most probable destination, right? Yes. For multiple reasons. That's where LeBron wants them to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the most desperate team out there. Name me a team out there you see as a sleeper. To get Kyrie? Yes. Mavericks. Mavericks, they need they need somebody. They need to show Luka that uh we here. That mm-hmm. they trying to we build around them or be contenders cuz the roster they got now ain't it. You know what I'm saying? It's Luka. It's almost like the LeBron thing we was talking about last week. He carrying them cuz the team is not that good. Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, like come on now. <laughs> come on. And Kyrie and Luka, I don't know if it'll work, but it'll at least be entertaining. That's for sure. I I agree 100%. I think the Dallas Mavs are a sleeper spot for Kyrie Irving for everything that you said. But I also think that they have more assets to give back to the Nets. Like, the Nets don't want Russ. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going <laughs> to give him Russ in, like, two second-round picks. Right. Like, nobody wants that. Sorry. I think, think Miami's in the conversation, too. Ooh. Dallas, yeah. Dallas can give him what? Uh, Dan Hardaway, Dinwiddie, Hardaway Jr., and a first rounder. Mm-hmm. Like, that's way more appealing because KD, he's like it or not, he's quote unquote stuck there because of the length of his contract. Right. But you brought up the Miami Heat. Yeah, they got some some players to ship around. They got the salary cap, I think, if I'm mistaken. They got one of the better, enough room to make the, make the move. So you bring up the Heat. Who's untouchable on the Heat? If you're the Miami Heat making the deal, Bam. No Jimmy. I mean, you, you, yeah, okay, Bam and Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> I was Bam about to say like Bam nigga, that's the team right there. Bam and Jimmy. Everybody else can go though. Even even Dizzle's favorite player, Tyler Hero. Yeah, that's the main trade bait. <laughs> that's the trade bait. They should have traded him for James Harden when they had the chance, <laughs> right? <laughs> Years ago. Speaking of James Harden, he didn't make the NBA All Star team. Y'all got a problem with that? Nah, not at all. Uh, yeah, it's a couple folks that's on there that like Jaron Jackson Jr. shouldn't be on there. For one, they cooking his stats. <laughs> they 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 Come on, they man. beefing his stats up. I knew um, I knew I knew you were falling deep into the Reddit files. <laughs> yes, because I, I believe it. Um, but nah, it's a couple. Uh, like De'Aaron Fox. Probably should have made it. Uh, James Harden is one that should have made it, and I don't got the list in front of me to like to who I should pull out. Yeah, who you taking out the East to put Harden in? Uh, Drew Holiday, get that nigga out of here. What the <laughs> fuck is he doing on the? What is he doing? He had a good year. Nah, not <laughs> not better than James Harden. And then in the West, I would take out um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, it's easy for me in the West. It is De'Aaron Fox should have made it and Aaron Gordon should have made it. Uh, and I'm taking out Paul George and Dame. Mm. Um, I'm taking out Paul George because he doesn't play. Yeah. Uh, and easily putting in De'Aaron Fox. And then I'm putting in Aaron Gordon over Dame because I believe Denver is first or second in the West. So you mean the first or second place team in the Conference only has one all-star? Right. No. I mean, what are the Portland Trailblazers? They are 
under 500. So yeah. marketing can go in the West for sure. What? Marketing in there? I mean, the East. I'm sorry. In the no way. He's yeah, in the he's in there. He's he in the he definitely yeah. got to be in there. Definitely. He balling. 100. percent Like so. That's for me. Like I know it's like real jam packed in the uh the West. You know, you basically. Portland is 26 and 27, while Denver is 37 and 16, and they only got one All Star. I mean, I know Dame is the man. I know he. I think he leads the league in scoring right now, but still, I think that Denver should have two All Stars. So I will put Aaron Gordon in there over Dame. And Aaron Gordon did say if he make the All Star team, he was gonna do the dunk contest. See, so we dropped the ball on that. Dame, you got to make a sacrifice, man. <laughs> yeah. or, or or somebody gonna need to get hurt so we can get up in there so we can see a real dunker in there. Right. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> man, before we slide up out of here, man, we want to thank everybody watching the oh, pod sure. right now oh, on sure. Facebook. Shout them out, Dizzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a comment, actually, that said Dame got to stay. Dame uh, deserves his spot in hey, All-Star game. You already know. It's Dame time over here. That's like my favorite player in the league right now, but they're under 500. <laughs> yeah, they're under 500, man. Aaron Gordon deserves Records to be matter, there. right? Got to, man. I mean, shoot, you look at the Sacramento Kings, Sabonis is in there. Uh, and he's not even their leading scorer or their best player. Mm-hmm. Darren Fox is their best player. Yeah. So he deserves to be in there, and they're third in the West. Facts. Come on, man. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.